0: Welcome to the second episode of Break Up Already. We are your hosts. I'm Grant Buckner.
1: And I'm Carolyn Buckner.
0: And we have two listener questions to answer today. So that's exciting.
1: That is exciting.
0: Two good examples of what we are looking for uh, for our listeners to write into. And again, you can write in to breakupalreadypod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at breakupalreadypodcast.
1: So as I'm sitting here, so tired for starters, um, I realized I told you I was going to put together a would-you-rather game to play at the beginning, but I forgot, and in my defense, I have a newborn... Just um, you. Just, just you have me. the newborn. I have a newborn. I thought... Your life is a lot easier than mine. Um,
0: I thought I was going to ask you the would you rather question since you asked me last week what my toxic trait was. Also, to interrupt, your toxic trait is leaving tags from clothes <laughs> everywhere and not throwing them away okay. in a trash can. This- I'm bringing this up on the show, to call you out publicly. (laughs) Everybody shame her. So
1: if anyone saw Grant's host highlight that he posted about me, um, he mentioned that I love to shop, and probably the only person that loves to shop more than me is his mother. Um, And she was in town last week, and so we went shopping. So we went to TJ Maxx, and the thing about TJ Maxx is there's like, four tags on every article of clothing. So I just want you to know, I threw away a lot of the tags. Oh, okay, so
0: statistically like
1: <laughs> they don't even stay in the trash can. They always end up <laughs> at the trash can. <laughs> they
0: they come out of the trash can and end up on top of our dresser in it's, our bedroom.
1: It, they just end up on the floor. That's, so I put them on the dresser.
0: Mm, gotcha. Yeah, it's just funny because I Listen, was... I put as, them on the dresser. As I was cleaning today, because I, too, have a newborn, but I couldn't live in this house another <laughs> moment.
1: I couldn't either. <laughs> Without you just were cleaning already. Cleaning so. the
0: house. Um, you were doing other things. I'm not saying you should have been, but um, that's funny. Anyway. Um yeah. So I have a would you rather for you. Okay. Would you rather... Always your breath smell like cotton candy, or your body odor. Not necessarily, like, so it gets worse when you get sweaty, I guess I should say, but you always smell like vanilla.
1: That's a hard one. They're both kind of positives. They,
0: mm, are they, though? Think about it. But also, if every if,
1: time I kissed you, you smelled cotton candy. I like cotton
0: candy. I'm not saying that's a bad guess, but, uh, but like... When you're when you have quote unquote bad breath, it's even more cotton candy ish. So like you're eventually gonna probably hate it. Mm. And are you gonna hate the taste more or the smell more? And also like you know how aggressive like think about warm vanilla sugar. Anyone anyone out there? Bath and Body Works, two thousand eight.
1: One time I sprayed that on myself, and he goes is that warm vanilla sugar? And I was a little freaked out.
0: There was a girl that I friend zoned (laughs) in high school who wore it a lot, and it's a little triggering, so...
1: Well, I stopped wearing it when you told me I smelled like this girl that went to your high school that you weren't into. (laughs) I was like, okay. I mean,
0: to be fair, it smells great. Yeah. But, like, if you spray too much of it, which one?
1: So... You didn't say I would smell like warm vanilla sugar. You just said I would smell like vanilla. I
0: mean, vanilla extract. I'm yeah. straight up vanilla.
1: I feel like I'd probably pick that. I brush my teeth, like, probably, like, three times a day. I Like, when I would go into the office, I had a toothbrush, and I would, like, brush my teeth after lunch.
0: She was that girl in the bathroom. Right?
1: <laughs> Listen. You've
0: probably seen her. <laughs> you're like, did you have braces in high school? No, you're just weird. Okay, cool. <laughs> Um, I just drank
1: a lot of tea and one time my um, hygienist thought that I chewed tobacco because I had she goes. Was
0: your hygienist like negging you? That's so aggressive. <laughs> your teeth what, did, what on earth did so, your teeth look like?
1: If you How don't old know what you? I, I was like fourteen. Fourteen. 4, 15, and I drank a cup of black tea every morning. She all of a sudden goes, do you chew tobacco? What? And I was like, um, no. And she goes, oh, do you drink coffee and tea? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I drink tea every day. Okay,
0: well, she was just rude because that's not the first I, question asked. Also, if you I chewed was, tobacco, your gums would be yeah. trashed. It wouldn't just be your, your teeth are kind I know. of brown. I think
1: maybe she, like, panicked and, like, got worried about me that I chewed tobacco, but... It threw me off so much. I was just so surprised. And then that she was, was like, my first.
0: "I'm sorry. I meant, what kind of tobacco do you <laughs> chew? Because obviously, you chew tobacco. Look at Your these teeth."
1: teeth. <laughs> so, so I got really self conscious.
0: Sorry. Follow up question. What trash can did you just crawl out of? <laughs> Your teeth are awful.
1: <laughs> so I started brushing my teeth after I drank tea. Mm. And oh my gosh. do you hear it, baby?
0: Um. Uh, no. Yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> it was <laughs> I, I was losing my mind.
0: And we're back.
1: But with mood lighting now.
0: But with low light because we also have a special guest in that our 3 week 3 week old <laughs> our 3 week old infant is in care's arms. So that's fun. Yeah, so um all right, well, you want to jump right into issue 1? Yeah. Okay, so this is a 28-year-old man.
1: Okay.
0: He wrote in, My wife and I live out of state and we're visiting our hometown where both of our families live. We've been splitting our time between both of our parents' houses to try to keep the peace as my wife's mother is easily triggered when she feels like we enjoy being with my family more. Our dog had been staying at her parents' house because they already have a dog and all we asked of them was to take her out whenever they took their dog out. Then, Sunday night when we were at my parents, her mom sent a long text about how we need to come over to help out with our dog, so we told her we would just take the dog to my parents when we were over there to remove that stress. When we went to get our dog, my mother-in-law flipped out and said that we don't care about her and that we're just using her, which obviously really upset my wife. It's just crazy because we've been at their house a lot, but my mother-in-law just watched TV by herself the whole time and didn't spend time with us, so I don't know what she wants
1: we've been there <laughs> family dynamic before where mm-hmm. someone's upset
0: even though they didn't spend, even though they they didn't interact with they us didn't the entire interact entire time. with you yeah.
1: that's so frustrating
0: yeah i mean i have loads of first and foremost
1: this podcast is not about us <laughs>
0: <laughs> um we already broke up with that family member so we we take our own advice um uh, first and foremost the mother-in-law's incredibly codependent obviously like that's I'm not a professional uh so I'm a I'm allowed to diagnose people I've never met (laughs) (laughs) um but you don't you know it's not like it's not a disorder you know it's like this is codependent behavior behavior, so your behavior is that you find your sense of self-worth via your children and when they are acting, um, as though they don't think of you at the highest possible level, then you're devastated immediately.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's always such a bummer to me when people's moms are like that.
0: And the fact that you have to marry into that, like you, like, obviously he has a super solid relationship with his family and they do probably do enjoy being at his parents' house more because of course they do. Why would you want to be at a house where you feel like you're walking on eggshells and, and you could say one wrong thing and you know, like, and I guess what is our recommendation to him and to them?
1: When you kind of have to mother your mother, it stinks. Um, But, I read a book called Boundary, and when you set a boundary, you just have to be okay with the fact that people might be unhappy that you set that boundary. But part of that boundary is that that is what it is whether they're unhappy or not. So, obviously, don't ask your mother-in-law to watch the dog anymore because she's going to use that to manipulate you and so just like take that out of the equation take that leverage and then set a boundary whether it's saying like you only spend a certain amount of time with them or you don't allow her to talk to you that way you express that to her Um, I probably would just before you come home make a plan for how much time you're going to be with her tell her what the plan is and then hold that boundary and she might get upset and she might try to manipulate you and she might say terrible things and like you just have to be okay with the fact that like this is the boundary I drew and I can't control whether you're happy about it or not um
0: and also really quick Dr. Henry Cloud and Dr. John Townsend are the authors of Boundaries Uh, so if you're looking up that book, that is the one we are referencing.
1: It's super helpful. And they have different versions where they talk about codependency, but they also talk about like, what does it look like to have boundaries with your kids? And what does it look like to have boundaries in romantic relationships? Um, and
0: we're not being sponsored by them. This is a free plug. You're welcome. Doctor and doctor.
1: (laughs) This is going to make their careers. Um,
0: (laughs) It says millions of copies sold, but yeah, So um, I
1: think that's like the First thing to do is to draw a boundary. Mm -hmm. But the second aspect is like her behavior is going to hurt his wife's feelings, kind of just always, like Mm -hmm. because that's her mom. And when your mom says terrible things to you and tries to guilt trip you, it sucks and is gonna be very upsetting. And
0: I'm sure this is nothing new.
1: Yes. for his wife
0: because surely this has always been her behavior however it certainly could have been exacerbated by the addition of her now having a husband
1: yes and having another family yes. to go
0: to um at first she was trapped <laughs> and yeah. she didn't have the option of going to a different house where she isn't constantly being scrutinized yeah. um honestly and here's the thing it's just like when you mentioned like we we were in a similar situation before we I had to decide as the person whose family member that person is, I had to say, you know, what what are my needs in this situation? My needs are to take care of my family, which is now my wife and children, first and foremost. It is not to protect this person's feelings. And secondly, do I feel like being in a relationship with this person would hurt them if the answer was yes and it was just like then it's not tenable like what am I supposed to do we can't be I can't be around you I can't have them around you if you're going to hurt them because my priority is their safety and their health and if you are bad for those things then you don't get to be in their life um and but then I have like other family members who are treated just as poorly by this person but they have like decided to stay in her life because of you know wanting to maintain relationships with that person's children, yeah. um, which again I completely but understand. Also, it's
1: like a choice they're making for themselves, right? But for you, like I'm you making, are it, making for it for
0: minors me. who are impressionable, or
1: or even like me. Yeah,
0: and and my own mental state. I mean, right. like we are so much happier not being in that person's life. We were miserable beforehand because like anytime there was a chance we could see them, it was like, you were stressed. I was stressed. And then when we get there, everybody's stressed because that person's attitude dictated the entire room's attitude. And that's all codependency. And that is what I'm seeing here in this letter.
1: Yeah. I think something maybe different in this situation is it's her mom and, and so he shouldn't like tell her what to do. He shouldn't be like, you have to stop talking to y- your mom. But right. like, I think it would be I helpful mean, a for couple. him to like stand up for her, right. but also like say to her, like, what do you want to do? She shouldn't talk this way to you. Like you should draw a boundary. How can I support you in this? And, and, you know, not just like wait for her to make a decision. Cause it might be really hard for her to do do that. Mm -hmm. And so to encourage her to think about like, hey, I don't know if you've ever thought this before, but it's not okay the way that your mom is treating you. And that is codependent behavior. And I think it could be helpful for you to learn to draw boundaries with her.
0: Well, so they need to also have a very frank conversation with Her parents. Um, It's also just, it's not just the mom's house. Like, there is also a dad. Um, I don't know to what degree he factors into this scenario, but obviously I think the conversation needs to be with the parents. But that being said, the only thing that you are able to control in any situation is your own behavior and your own response to somebody. So they need to have a discussion, they cannot dictate the outcome. Mm -hmm. So that person is going to react how they're going to react. You are the adult, you came to them and said, this is what we're experiencing. How can we move forward so that we're having positive familial experiences? And not having this tension, I think doing something like reading boundaries or, you know, doing some research on how to talk to codependent family members. Um, Even online, there's like some really good journal articles and things like that that I've read um, that give you uh, tips on how to start those conversations and how to carry yourself through them and things like that. And I think just like letting yourself be upset is also important. <laughs> like, yeah. you're, a, again, you're allowed to feel your feelings. I say again because Kara and I talked last mm-hmm. night about a different situation where I was telling somebody that they're allowed to feel their feelings. I feel um, like I
1: taught you that.
0: You did. We both mutually <laughs> grew. It
1: changed your life
0: together simultaneously and encouraged one another um, in that growth. Uh,
1: and Should I interrupt you again? Please do, because <laughs> it's super helpful
0: in keeping my train of thought. Um, you, you're allowed to feel your feelings. You're allowed to be frustrated with her, your mother-in-law, not your wife, because she is doing a bad thing and doesn't doesn't make her a bad person, but her behavior is inappropriate. And I, it, it's funny because I've heard a professional therapist say... Um, You know, once you're an adult, you very well might see uh, that you're actually more mature emotionally than your parents. They're adults, but you're also an adult now, and like you're basically on a level playing field. Obviously, you need to respect your parents in a special way because they're your parents, but at the same time, you're, you're all adults and your maturity levels basically are what they're going to be unless you actively work on it. And if your mother has never worked on it, if your mother-in-law has never worked on it, then, you know, you're, you're responsible now to be the adult in the situation. And you can be upset that they're not being the adult in the situation, but you're going to have to accept that responsibility anyway.
1: Generally, I'm all about, like, sit down, have a frank conversation, be willing to draw boundaries. But I guess, like, what I would want to know is, historically, what is the trend for how she responds to conversations like that? Because if you're going to sit down and have a frank conversation and she's just going to end up screaming at your wife...
0: Mm, sure.
1: ...then... Which kind of seems like that might well, be the case, then it, it maybe it'd be better to not have a conversation. Well, if it is, it's then it's just like hey, draw the boundaries.
0: You know, next time you're over, just say like, just say what you need to say, and if that conver i mean, if that conversation's already been had, and that thus you know how she reacts. I mean,
1: it was just like in general, when people disagree with her, when people her. call her out on things, she freaks out. Then. Maybe it's not the best idea. I think they just have to kind of weigh that and decide the scenario because, like, it's not going to be helpful to her to get screamed at again, to get yelled at again. But,
0: like if it's the last time you're getting yelled at because you're communicating that you're not going to be communicating with them anymore yeah. it's just it is important
1: well i guess it depends on what your boundary is right. so if it, it's but like at the end of the day whatever
0: the you. boundary is it's important to communicate it so yeah. regardless of how she's going to respond again the only thing that you have control over is is what you are going to say and do but you need to communicate the boundary clearly I'm positive it's going to upset her regardless, yeah. <laughs> but again, it just could be like just, the boundary you know,
1: is, hey, when we come, we're going to see you these specific times and or we're, we're gonna going to have a to, dinner together. Yeah. You know. And we're going to not be at your house because you're probably not going to yell at us in public. That might be what you're expressing. And like you're without, you, you know, you might not necessarily have a conversation about how like, you're the worst, and you make us feel terrible, and you're manipulative, and you're codependent. And you
0: tell me that yellow isn't my color, and I can't wear Crocs to dinner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was the least sincere laughter I've ever heard. I'm sorry. Continue. Um,
1: I don't know. I, I am in favor of open communication, but sometimes with people, it's not helpful to call them out on all of their issues because they aren't ready to hear it. It's just going to cause tension. Well,
0: having the frank conversation isn't necessarily them calling her out on all of her issues. It's just the issues that are impacting them directly.
1: Sure. But I'm saying, like, sometimes it's helpful to just, like, draw your boundaries and... I think the tricky thing... You're not responsible for calling everybody out, but it does depend on the situation. Like... Well, going back to what we were just talking about. Super toxic.
0: Right. And one day you're going to have kids. And that's going back to what I was just talking about was like, my children, my priority. If this person says nasty things, and I've seen them say nasty things to children before, (laughs) those are not going to be my kids. And so, you know, I don't know if these people are like having kids super soon or anything like that. But at the same time, it's like who are the vulnerable parties that are going to be near this person? And do you feel safe doing that? Because sure, like there's boundaries right now that make sense for you, but you have to think about the future. And if it's like, okay, we are distancing ourselves because we do not see this person in the lives of our family going forward. Then like, Mm -hmm. it just, it has to be pretty clear on both sides as an individual with a degree in communication, I would say, f- from my professional mm-hmm. opinion, they should cut her out of their life. <laughs> wow.
1: As a professional, getting business done. Mm.
0: Is that what your degree is in? Yeah. <laughs> getting business done. <laughs> Um, all right, well...
1: They should start a small business. <laughs> we're, we're
0: sorry again, um, dear listener. We're ab- so tired. About your...
1: Oh, I no, I
0: not, not about our
1: I thought you were saying because I can't even laugh like a normal person.
0: No, it's just because you didn't think my joke was funny. But, oh. um... No, we're sorry that you're having to go through that um, because that really is the worst. We should. And and I always think it's important to tell people, firstly, you obviously want to validate their feelings when you're giving them advice. You don't want to jump right to, like, well, here's what you should do. But also, like, sometimes people that have been going through something like this never hear from anybody that's really hard. I'm sorry that you have to go through that. That is not okay. Because and it
1: makes sense that you feel upset by that. Yes,
0: right? and be, and it is, it is good for them to hear it and feel validated in their emotions, especially when they're not the toxic one. <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know if the other, if the mother-in-law is talking to her friends about it, if they, if she is, I hope that they are not validating her feelings. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, the the old cliche hurting people hurt people. cliche for a reason it is true that person is obviously broken in a way that makes them codependent so you can have sympathy for them you can reframe your thinking about her instead of why she like this she's ruining our lives it's you know this person has gone through something traumatic and has made them this way it's that doesn't make it okay for them to stay this way but i can feel empathy for them can I Your water? My mouth is just dry.
1: My water's gone. Oh, this baby it smells so good.
0: Oh, good smelling baby. Our little air freshener baby. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, okay, so I have a friend that was on and off again with this guy friend of hers. He made it clear to her that he did not want to be in a relationship with her. Um, that they were just casual. She obviously caught feelings, and I told her to express them to him, and that if he doesn't feel the same, to move on. She will not move on. He has since moved across the country, and she still continues to text, call, and FaceTime him. She wants to visit him, and he now has a girlfriend. I keep telling her to let that man go, with a little emoji, Mm -hmm. it's good stuff, and move on. She wants to hold on to the friendship, quote-unquote. Uh, It obviously hurts her feelings, but she literally can't stop herself. Please tell me I am correct in that the friendship (laughs) is no longer worth it. Move on. So... You're correct.
1: Firstly...
0: (laughs) It's not a friendship. I think it's important.
1: You know, I always jump to the issues probably with the guy. Um, But if he has a girlfriend, why is he still, like, texting her and calling her and FaceTiming her? Well...
0: She didn't say that he is. She said that this girl is calling and texting and trying to FaceTime him. It doesn't mean that he's reciprocating.
1: I, I highly doubt he's not responding to her. Well, I
0: mean, if he if he genuinely was like, I don't want to date you, but I appreciate your friendship, and that's all he ever considered it. Why would he not?
1: okay there's a zero percent chance he doesn't know she has feelings for him she so told him right
0: um express the feelings and move on I don't I don't think she I don't think she expressed them okay. I think you he always tell he me. clearly expressed that he didn't want to be in a relationship with her yeah I don't think she expressed to him I do want to be in a relationship
1: okay. I totally agree that she needs to move on mm-hmm. I'm just. You always tell me guys are not as oblivious as we think that they are. So he probably does know that she has feelings for him.
0: Probably, but he also moved across the country.
1: Yeah, I'm, I guess I'm just. I'm not saying that's surprised like surprised he wasn't hasn't been like
0: stop, stop calling me. You
1: you shouldn't come and visit me.
0: Maybe he will like. I don't know, wants to leave the door open for some reason. I I mean, here's the thing with these kinds of situations.
1: I mean, ultimately, he isn't responsible for her decisions. Right,
0: he's not. But what I find a lot in these situations is that the person who knows that the other person has feelings for them pseudo strings them along because it it helps their self-confidence their self-esteem they feel good about themselves because somebody else desires them it's just
1: do you think his girlfriend knows about this girl texting him and calling him i don't know probably i'm just like imagining if it was you and i'd be like um this girl has issues you should stop talking if it was me i would have already (laughs) stopped talking to
0: her i and that's another thing we're laughing about that because I, when I decide, like, I do not want to be in a relationship with that person. We are no longer in a relationship. End of story. There's no room for, well, what are we? And something we learned in school, um, in one of my communication classes, <clears throat> I think it was interpersonal communication, was that People rarely have their feelings hurt when you communicate directly regarding your romantic or lack thereof feelings towards them. So if you go on a date with somebody and they say, I had a lot of fun, would you want to go out again sometime, you are not being friendly by saying sure when you have no intention of doing that what you should say is i also had fun i don't see us dating um so i i don't think i would want to go out again but i really do appreciate you asking me out or whatever well this
1: is a weird situation because he right sorry and so this is like express it to her yes but what she forward. needs to do
0: is reciprocate with her straightforwardness because she
1: is being aloof. I mean, it could be that what he expressed didn't line up with his actions and that's confusing. Right. But either way, he expressed that he was not interested in being more than friends with her and now he has a girlfriend. So, at this point, like... At
0: no point has he done something that he didn't say he was going to do. Right.
1: Girls out there... I mean, I guess guys can do this too, but I've seen a lot of women do it. Um, Just take guys at their word. A lot of times guys will just, like, give it to you straight. I do not want to be in a relationship with you. And sometimes we, like, sit around and wait around for it to be different. Like, I never want to get married, but, like, maybe they'll change their mind. So I'm just going to keep dating them Until eventually they decide that they want to get married and then you just date them forever and you don't get married even if that's something that's important to you. Like if a guy tells you at the beginning of a relationship what he feels, what his goals are, what his interests are, just, just believe him. Don't expect that maybe he's going to change because you could maybe like convince him into something but at the end of the day like you convinced him into it. It's not necessarily what he wanted in the first place. Right. Um, So I think one, that's what,
0: as long as you're dating an adult and we hope you are.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But like one, that girl just needs to take him at his word. But I think the bigger issue because they're not dating is like, why is she holding on to this relationship? Like she needs to let go of the friendship because it's, it's keeping her back from pursuing other relationships. Also, why would you like... keep
0: the quote unquote friendship when that's not what you want? Right. You don't want to be friends. Because, You're friend zoning yourself.
1: Because eventually, <laughs> like, because she's waiting for him to change. Let's his talk mind. about
0: the friend zone for just a second. It's nonsense. Yeah. And I need every. Teenage boy in the world to hear that right now. It's like, oh, she put me in the friend zone. No, 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 no. You decide to be in the friend zone. You don't have to be friends with her. Do you yeah. want to be friends with her? Cool. Be friends with her. Do you want to be in a romantic relationship with her? then okay you're more than friends if she isn't interested you are not required to be her friend you decide if you're in the friend zone so this woman is choosing to be in the friend zone which again if that's what you want if you want to be friends with him fine but don't just pine after him indefinitely you're just wasting your time.
1: Why is she holding on to this relationship? Does she feel like she can't do better? Is she afraid that if she lets go of this relationship, she's just going to be lonely and alone? Like I mean, that's almost always the case. And I I
0: saw somebody actually just say, it usually is the idea of scarcity Mm -hmm. where you... Like don't necessarily um, get into a lot of relationships or have a lot of people who seem interested in you or vice versa. And so you have this one person and you cling to them uh, because you think that this is all you're ever going to have, but you are the one keeping your resources scarce by putting all of your attention on this one quote-unquote resource that really isn't a resource to you.
1: I feel like her friend needs to ask her, Mm -hmm. what are you afraid of by walking away from the friendship?
0: And I mean, she could easily say like nothing. There's plenty of guys out there that would want to date me. I just love him. And and at that point it's, he doesn't love you. Yeah. You know? And like, also, he doesn't live here, and also, he loves somebody else. Like, there's yeah. a million reasons why this is not just a red flag, it's a parade of red flags. <laughs> like, this is not.
1: Also, i friend zoned a lot of guys, like you said. She's doing they, air quotes. They chose <laughs> to be in the friend zone. Mm-hmm. But part of it for me is I actually had to have a friend tell me when I was like 22, you don't have to be friends with people just because they want to be friends with you. Mm -hmm. Like I felt required to be somebody's friends if they wanted to be friends with me. So guys got friend zone because they chose to be in the friend zone. And I felt like I had, I told you, I didn't want to date you, but you want to be my friend. And I honestly don't really want to be friends with you but I feel like I have to be friends with her. So what does that mean?
0: Like you go into lunch if they ask you to lunch or?
1: Yeah. Or they like message me. I feel like I have to reply. Um, And so for all I know is, is that's how that guy feels. Like he doesn't have an interest in being friends with her at this point, but they were friends and he might feel like he has to reply. And like, he can't just be like, Hey, I don't want to be friends friends with you anymore i don't think it's healthy
0: and the moral of the story is your friend is right yes get over this guy yeah um like go see a counselor see a therapist hang out with some friends yeah get on bumble
1: pick up a new hobby i started sewing clothes recently
0: (laughs) to rid yourself of the desire to meet new guys Yeah, no, your friend is right. You, I just can't let go. <laughs> your friend is right. <laughs> um, you need to you need to cut the cord. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, thanks guys for writing I really, in.
1: I really want to hear a follow up on that one.
0: Yeah. If either of you guys, if you if you take some kind of step after this, not necessarily just because we you know said something, yeah. but if there is uh, ongoing drama, we would love to hear updates. Yeah.
1: Someone just needs to tell her. Like if it was my friend, I would like soften what my mom calls a love sandwich where you say something positive, you offer some critical feedback, you say something positive. So like, you're awesome and amazing and you deserve an amazing guy. This guy is not interested in you, doesn't love you, and you're holding yourself back by staying friends with him. And I want the best from you and you're so amazing. Give her the hard truth in the middle but be like, soften it
0: so long as the bread of said sandwich is true yes (laughs) don't lie to her say like
1: if she's guys love you don't tell her that if she's the worst don't tell her she's great
0: yeah yeah that's fair and tell her
1: what parts of her she can work on (laughs) suck and this guy does not like you just no sh-
0: guy will ever like you. You're <laughs> <will> not <laughs> interesting. I personally hate you. But uh, but yeah, funny. so we hit almost 100 downloads over the past week from our first episode, which is awesome. And I'm super excited about that. I know that's like not a ton of listeners, <laughs> but like I was hoping it was just... Gonna I was
1: going to say more than just our mothers listen to it, but I don't think either of our mothers listened to it.
0: My mom said she was going to listen to it on... They visited last week and she said she was going to listen to it on the way back. Um, home, but I don't think she did.
1: (laughs) I'm not even sure my mom knows that we put out a podcast.
0: Your mom commented on the post that I did today on Instagram.
1: I don't think she knows where to listen to podcasts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, she does. She listens to...
1: Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. I think she does it on his website.
0: Well, that's listening to a podcast. You can listen to our podcast on our website.
1: She doesn't know. Which
0: is shows.acast forward slash already.
1: I'm really just telling myself that my mom doesn't know how to listen to it to feel okay with the fact that she definitely hasn't listened to it
0: (laughs) yeah i'm the light of your life woman you hear me talk all the The time and you need to hear it
1: more she had five children and i'm the only one to give her grandchildren and i gave her two grandchildren Mm -hmm. she should listen to my podcast
0: I'm sure there's some logic in there somewhere. (laughs) She
1: listens to my brother talk about computer programming. She can listen to my podcast.
0: Well, if you put into a podcast, maybe she'd stop listening. She
1: probably
0: would. (laughs) (laughs) She's probably not listening right now. But anyway, yeah, guys, thank you. And once again, please email in your questions, um, comments, uh, desire to advertise on our show to breakupalreadypod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at Breakup Already Podcast. Thank you all for listening. You will hear from us again next week. Like, subscribe, and share. We're going to go put our baby to bed. Signing off.